Welcome to this special Abide Resurrection Day meditation. It is the dawn of the third day since Jesus was crucified. His followers are discouraged and confused. Peter is pacing the floor, and John is sitting dejectedly in the corner. What should we do? We can't just stay holed up here forever. What do you think, John? I have no idea. I've never been more confused. I've been doing nothing but thinking. I can't imagine what we're supposed to do next. Mary Magdalene has had enough of moping around. Well, I'm going to the tomb. We need to take spices for his body. A couple of other women are going with me. Fine. At least you get to do something. The three women begin to walk to the tomb. As Mary Magdalene tries to find a solution to Joanna's concern that the stone will be too big for them to move. I heard that Pilate set up a guard at the tomb. The chief priests and Pharisees were afraid his disciples would steal the body. Anyway, maybe we could get some of them to help us. A little bit of good can be found in anything. The women arrive at the tomb and are thrown to the ground by a violent earthquake. What was that? I'm still shaking. Look at the guards. They're on the ground. Mary Magdalene was the first to get to her feet. She saw that the stone had been rolled away and a man in brilliant white clothing sat on it. She ran over to him and the others followed. All three bowed to the ground. Sir, what have you done with Jesus' body? Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. I do remember him saying that. I didn't know what it meant at the time. It's all so strange. It's all too much to absorb. Mary Magdalene stumbles away from the other two women, weeping. She sees Jesus and mistakes him for the gardener. <laughs> Sir, what have you done with my Lord's body? Mary. Teacher. By this time, the other women have caught up with Mary Magdalene. They hear her cry and realize it's Jesus risen from the dead and fall down to worship him get up dear friends you need to go tell our brothers the good news but lord i don't want to leave you you will see me many more times but now you have a task to do i've entrusted this important message to you tell my beloved ones to go to galilee and wait for me there yes lord the women reluctantly tear themselves away. But soon, the thrill of seeing Jesus again bubbles up. 
they burst into a run, anxious to tell the others their good news. However, their elation soon dwindles as the disciples dismiss the women's story. Peter speaks for the group. What nonsense! Why would you make up something like this? Peter, when have you ever known me to be fanciful? I would never tell you something that isn't true. I don't know, Mary. You have to admit that it's pretty far-fetched. Well, there is one way to find out. As usual, Peter acts on what he thinks. He bolts from the room. John runs after him. Wait for me, I'm going too. Peter and John quickly arrive at the tomb. By then, the guard had left, and they were the only ones there. The angel and Jesus were nowhere to be found. Look, Peter, his grave clothes are there, but he's gone. Yes, I see. What does it mean? Do you suppose he actually did rise from the dead? It's almost too good to be true. We'd better get back to the others. We could be in danger out here. The same people that crucified Jesus may be looking for us. You're right. It's not safe. We'll go back. Peter and John arrive back to find the disciples arguing. I'm glad you're back. While you were gone, Cleopas came by. What did he have to say? He said he and a friend were walking along the road to Emmaus, and they saw Jesus. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. They didn't know him at first, but when he broke bread with them, they recognized him. They said their hearts burned within them when he explained everything to them. What did he explain? They were baffled about Jesus' crucifixion, so they were discussing it as they walked. Jesus joined them and said, you find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then he took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Isn't that wonderful? So where is he now? Peace be with you. <gasps> <gasps> Why are you frightened? Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. My Lord, how can it be? Are you a ghost? <laughs> Touch me and make sure that I'm not a ghost, because ghosts don't have bodies, as you see that I do. Even better, do you have something to eat? John hurried over with a piece of broiled fish, and they all marveled as Jesus ate it in front of them. After he finished, they were filled with questions. So what happens now? When I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the Law of Moses and in the Prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. As the light began to dawn, he said, Yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. 
It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of His name to all the nations, beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. You are witnesses of all these things. Will you stay with us, Jesus? I will stay for a while, but soon I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. When that happens, you will be filled with the power from heaven. But why did you have to die, Jesus? Remember Isaiah's words. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel, and its people will rejoice. How will the nation be enlarged? You will all spread the message far beyond these borders. But what will we tell them, Lord? Isaiah gives you these words. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. Do you remember the rest, Peter? <laughs> but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. And so it is written, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Indeed, He is Jesus, Yeshua, is always with us. Now, with the crucifixion over, the crowds dispersed and the dust settled. The disciples would be actively seeking their Lord, having seen the fulfillment of Jesus' prophecy. This would be the spark that set the followers on a new path, 
may the same be true with us let's pray Lord Jesus we are so grateful for your sacrifice on our behalf and we rejoice with great joy over your resurrection from the dead because of it we are promised eternity in glory with you what an amazing and awe-inspiring thought to see you face to face to be in your presence forever oh what a glorious day that will be as the Jews waited eagerly for their Messiah we wait eagerly for your return amen come quickly Lord Jesus before you go linger here for as long as you need take with you a story that didn't end with a closed tomb and a dead body but with an empty tomb and a resurrection a story that shouldn't leave you unmoved should encourage you as you realize that any struggles you might have with your faith are no different to those experienced by the early believers until the next time may you meditate and abide in the living Christ <laughs>